Welcome back to the Rise of Black Fathers. This is JJ. I'm here with Quan, and today we are continuing our conversation on communication with Jerry and Tom. Let's talk about it. You know, on this communication topic, I think it's important to. I don't know, man. Like, and I look at relationships now and, and how they are formed and I look at my parents who've been married you know they celebrate they're gonna celebrate their anniversary actually next week um almost 30 years they dated for six years you know after six years you really know somebody you know you get they know you you know them you know what ticks them you know what doesn't ticks them um you know so I don't see that often. I don't see that anymore. You know, where's the, mm-hmm. where's the six, seven years? I mean, something my dad told me, you know, I was kind of talking to somebody for a moment. It didn't work out. But one thing he always told me, he gave me the game, you know, before you make any move, you got to live with that person at least two years. And that was his thing. He was like, y'all could be talking. It could be great. But make sure y'all still dating. When y'all dating, you live with each other for two years. And and you know it's real you know because when it's, it's different when you're in the same space every day you're sharing a space you're getting the glimpse of what the rest of your life gonna look like and <laughs> and, and if yeah. you don't know who that person really is you don't they don't know who you really are you know when you having a when she having a bad day and she come in can you handle that when you a little upset and you tunnel vision and you not hearing nobody can she handle that and if you don't put that time in before, what you think will happen when the baby's here? Now the baby's crying, you annoyed, she annoyed, she tired. Are y'all gonna connect? Are y'all are y'all used to this? Are y'all do y'all know each other enough to to help each other out when you need? Um, so that's something that I always always think about. And I'm fortunate enough to have two two great examples I lived under their roof that. You got to put the time in, you know, before you you get to that point. And I think people don't think about that. You know, it's, it's fun. It's exciting. I like her. It's this. Oh, we're going to get married. We're going to do this. And when all that's gone, did you really put the time in to get to know this person when they're having a bad day and you're having a bad day? And society is weighing on you. And how do they react to that? And money get a little tight. How do they react to that? Did you go through all those experiences before you decided to you know, start this family together. Yeah. Mm. That's facts, bro. And I change it. To piggyback on that, bro, I feel like it's such a pressure to rush to marriage nowadays. Like I seen a girl post something the other day on Instagram. She was like, sis, a man knows if you want to marry you within the first year. It don't take five years for him to figure that out. And I was like, first of all, it does, though. Like, for me, like I always said, I'm not marrying a girl till we've been together four plus years. And that's period. Like you said, I gotta live with you. I need to know your your good, your bad. I need to see how you communicate. Like I need to know all that stuff before, because that's a decision. Like when I'm married, I don't plan on getting divorced. I don't take that lightly, and that's not a decision I'm willing to make in a year's time. Like no, we need some years on our belt before I pop that question. And if you're not okay with that, on to the next, bro. Plenty of fish out here, and I feel like it's just such a rush, and people forget. That a relationship ain't easy, bro. That shit is work. But uh, Chris Rock said it in the stand-up comedy. He said relationships are hard, but they're not as hard as people make them. He was like, it's it's hard for one person to move a couch, 
But when you got two people moving the couch, two people actively putting in the work to make that relationship work, it's a lot easier. But people just, they're such in a rush nowadays and they're not, they're not willing to put that work in, put that time in to grind, to build that, that, that base, that foundation. And they just right. rush to build a house and their foundation ain't solid and everything crumbles when you get down the road because y'all never built the solid foundation starting out. Like dating is super important. Be friends, bro. Really get to learn each other. Be If you can't be vulnerable, my tale is if I can't be fully vulnerable with a woman, you're not the one for me. Period. Because the woman I plan on marrying is a woman I plan on being fully vulnerable with in every way, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. If I can't do that with the person I'm choosing to spend the rest of my life with, then why am I marrying you? And these are the questions people have to ask themselves when they get in these relationships. Like communication is hard. Like I said, it's a skill that has to be learned. You gotta be honest when it's uncomfortable, when it's comfortable, when you think it's stupid, when you think it's something small, that's the only way y'all gonna build and grow is with that honesty and vulnerability. And those are my two pillars of communication, honesty and vulnerability, bro. Without those two things, it ain't gonna never work. Communication ain't gonna never really be there. It's not. I'm gonna go. Go, go off. Oh, you got something? Nope, I was just saying oh, that's what's I'm gonna go, go off topic. I'm gonna I'm play devil's advocate a little bit. I'm gonna make it a little interesting. How old are you, Jerry? 27. Be 28 this year. Go on, 26. Tommy, you, you, you're done, man. Yeah. But like, there's a flip side because I feel you, Jerry. I'm the same way. But I talk to a lot of girls who's like, I don't have all day, all time to have a kid. It's a biological clock that they have. You know, you wait too long and then you have issues with the body. And I'm not knowledgeable on that, so I don't even know if this mm-hmm. is the space to even talk about. But there's this mindset for, for women. You know, we always say, you you know, we got to meet people where they are. We can't just be in our head and what we want. Mm-hmm. On the women's side, science says there's a ticking clock. There's a ticking clock. Yeah. Um, when, when they should have a baby and when they should have it by and all that. So as men... You know, I have this four or five year plan. Let's say we wait. I'm 27 now. I would say I'm 28. I meet somebody when I'm, you know, 28. Now I'm 32. Let's say they're around the same age. Four years later, then what? You know, like, am I selfish for wanting to wait and not understanding that she's at a point where like my body might can't have a kid. So that's why everything is heightened. Like as men looking at thinking about that perspective, how does that play into our decision? When we, when we want to meet a woman, I don't know if we, if you thought about that, but I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I would say what's more important to you building a healthy relationship or having a child? Because if you just want to have a child, you can go adopt. Amen. Like I'm not in this just to have a child and get a child out of it. I'm in this to find someone that I can build a life with. And I understand, you know, the scientific, you got you got a time clock. You can freeze your eggs if you're that serious about it. Freeze your eggs. It's, you can do that. Freeze your eggs. We can save my sperm. And then when we're ready, we can put them together. 
But for me, it's more important for me to build that foundation first before we even consider having a child. And that's just where I'm at with it. From a woman's standpoint, I get it. But it's like, if your only agenda is to, oh, I got to rush to have a child, then you definitely not the one for me because it seems like your only priority is getting a child out of this relationship, which is fine, but I, I'm not the man for you because I want a child, but not until this foundation is solid between us. Then we can work on building a house, having a child, building a family. But until that foundation is solid for me, yeah, it may be selfish, but a lot of times in life, when it comes to marriage and me choosing my life partner, I am going to be selfish. Sorry. And a woman should be selfish too, but because that's not, it's not a decision I take lightly and it shouldn't be taken lightly. And a lot of times you got to be selfish when it comes to that. And that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? And it, it takes time. And like for men, for me, up until this point, I never really realized how much I need to work on myself. And even just being with a woman, I wouldn't be giving her my best self if I were to get for myself in the past, because from what I learned on my journey with self-growth, self-awareness, I'm so much more of a better man today than I was yesterday. So it's important for me to work on myself before I'm willing to give myself to a woman and commit on that level. No matter, for me, it, it don't matter how many years it takes. It may be five more years, six more years, two more years, one year. But for me, that's more important for me is working on that self that self that self awareness journey before I commit to someone, and then building that foundation with someone before we decide to have a child. Because I feel I feel what you're saying, but I feel like a lot of women think like that, and then they get that child, and then their relationship crumbles on the back end because they don't have a foundation with the man they got the child with. So yeah, they got a child of it, but what else do you have to show for it except the divorce, tension between you and your partner, arguments all the time. Like, I don't, I don't want that life. Like, I, I want to have a family, don't get me wrong, but I want to do it in a way to where we have a healthy relationship and we're ready to have that child together. You know what I'm saying, if that makes sense? Oh, yeah. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flip, you know, I'm, I'm Mr. Devil's Advocate. Um, <laughs> because you, you kind of said, you know, one moment we say, you know, women, women rush and, and they, they want to rush into this, that, they got this time, but and the people just did the same thing. You put a time, you put four years, you're putting four years out there before you even meet the woman. So is it fair to the woman to have to be able to come into this, come into this relationship and you already like, I'm not going to even think about anything like that for four years. I don't really know you. I don't really know what you bring into the table. I haven't met you, but I got mm -hmm. four years on my in my mind before I even consider what you're gonna do. Is that really fair to the woman? In that regard, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's really fair, but in the same token, it's really like asking a woman, like, what do you really want? Because if your goal is just to have a child then what are we doing? Like, I can get you pregnant right now. We can have a child in the first year. But have we built a healthy relationship? No. So what's going to happen after that child is here? So what I'm, what I'm getting at, and I hear you, why is there a time? Women For me? have a time. We, men, because I, I, I'm similar mm -hmm. to you. So I'm asking, I'm asking you while asking myself, why is there time? I got y'all. Why is there not... Qualities like why 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 is there not 
I want this in the I want this in the relationship. I want open communication. I want somebody I can be vulnerable with. I can be this, that, and another. And when those things are met, then it's time. What is this? Yeah. Why is there a even time frame? It's to me, I feel like, and that's something I'm working on. What do I want in my relationship? What mm -hmm. do I want the woman to bring? And if I see a woman that brings those things, then when the, our time is right, our time is right. I don't have a, mm -hmm. a time clock. I don't have a two years and three years together. Then I'm going to, then it's time. Like, why is there this concept of time that we have? Because we don't want women to have a time frame on us. But in a way, we as women, we have this, this you just said it, and I, I have said it in the past as well. And I say, like, my dad just said it. There's this two years you live together. And it's this, like, why is there yeah. a time? And time comes from society, bro. Mm, yeah. We talked about it before. It's from societal norms on the male and the woman. People get pressured into whatever. But it's the perfect topic of that we're talking about is communication. Because I would feel like if I have my partner, if we communicate effectively everything mm -hmm. we want in life so that we can build up the life that we want, and if we are truly have that bond and connection and that love, there should be no time when it's when it when the time is right for us to marry get to get married and you're like damn i see her for the rest of my life we've talked i know where she's at we have that fuck what anybody else think shit it, yeah. any partnership any marriage is two people everybody else yeah. is spectators they just act extra noise just extra noise as long as that bond and connections with that person and the communication is on point it's up to those two people to make their life decision. It's how I take money, man. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's yeah. and I'm not saying this as to say like I got the answer because I, I say that I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to myself. You know, that's something I struggle with. Is like having these expectation or, or or having this time in my head of how it feels, and it's like, yo, stop looking. You know, mm -hmm. like I think I'm not looking, but in a way, I'm looking. You know, I have, I, so it's like, I don't have the answer, but I, but I do want to at least address it that yeah. I'm doing it as well. And I feel no, like, and I hear it all the time. We talked to our boy, Justin, on another podcast, you know, he got a, he's in a what, six, seven year relationship and they both came together and didn't want to be together. They was like, we both don't want relationships. And next thing we know, six years later, they together. So the, the proof is there when you not looking and you just let it happen, it happens, but it's a tough, it's a tough way when you got social media and the, your boys is getting married and your, your, your other boys having a kid and the girl you went to high school with on her second kid. And it's simplified, bro. It's the, it's, the, it's the communication. It's the communication between you and your partner. Yeah. And at the end of the yeah. day, that's if you, if you truly communicated effectively, all those answers should be answered. All those questions yeah. should be answered. Yeah. And I, I, that I, can put that. I can definitely see that side. But for me, the reason I put a time on it is because when you meet someone, your lives are colliding. And it's not just you and them meeting. It's both your lives coming together. So that's families, friends, any factors that may go involved into it. And I feel like that takes time to weed through all that. That's not something that can be rushed through. Yeah, we may vibe, but what factors in our lives that are coming together, how do those vibe? 
And that's important for me. Like, it's not just you and me, it's our worlds that are coming together as well. So for me, I feel like for me, that takes time. I got to process that with somebody. And it's not saying we can't, you know, we can't be on the same page because hopefully we are on the same page. But for me, I need to see how we're gelling in year four versus year one. Because we all know year one is the honeymoon stage. Everything is good in year one. But how is it going to be down the line when shit gets rough? And like you said, Daquan, as long as that communication there, it, you, sh you should be able to work through whatever the problems may be. But I need to see how we work through those problems. And I don't feel like you can get that out of just one year with a person. That's just my opinion, personally. You're right. Let me give you a real example. With Justin, they've been in, they're in a seven-year relationship right now. They're not even getting married until 2024. They have been mm. with each other over five years now. They under that, that that communication with each other is yeah. so on point. They are on point with how they're taking their lives up. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, you know. But they didn't really. Maria, she had a little timeline on her, and he understood that. But that communication that they've had, mm -hmm. he understands that I want to be with her for the rest of my life. Like maybe I don't want to do it right now. We kind of talked about that, but he he loves her enough, and their communication is on point that he's like, I'm willing to sacrifice this for her. Yeah, that's what they're doing. So it's like that specific example alone. You want to wait four years as long as you communicate that to your partner. As long as she received it the right way, there should be no issue, and I don't see no issue with that. Some people get yeah. married in three months and live the rest of their life. Some people yeah. some 10 years and then they live the rest of their lives. Some people feel so constricted on this time that they feel like, oh, I got to get married at 30 years old. You get married, yeah. to person, you're divorced and it's bullshit because you didn't communicate the right way. You just wanted to be married. You just wanted a ring on your finger. Yeah. You know, you got as long as you're doing it for the right reasons, there won't be anything. It, it'll, it'll be right. I think there's, there's two points yeah. I want to hit on that. One, and you kind of hit it without saying it, everybody, every situation is different. Um, so you just, I, I, I often have to be cautious because we say society, you know, influence us. We can't also let our friends, i.e. Justin, mm -hmm. Marie, you know, their situation influence us as well. So they're two different people and it works for them, but it doesn't necessarily work for everybody on this call. But the second thing I want to say, and Jerry, you touched on it, um, you got to know one yourself and know what you want yeah. before you bring somebody in there. Because if you don't know what you want and then you bring this person in there, you're still trying to figure out what you want in that time, then you wasting your time, you wasting their time. So like Jerry said, yeah. approach, you know, he need to get himself right. He has to figure out who Jerry is and, and what does Jerry want for his future before somebody else can enter that space and they grow together. Um, so I think that's just, that's a great it's a great mindset to have um, when thinking of, of of your partner. You know, you got to know what are you looking for because if you yeah. don't know and you just seeing this and seeing that might not be what you want when you get it. I feel like if we can, if more people can get to this mindset at an earlier age, 
then I feel like that constraint on like a woman feeling like they gotta have a child at their you know late twenties. If they can, if we can get to this mindset earlier with the next generation and implore them to really take time to learn themselves at a younger age, maybe that'll help. But at some point, it ain't gonna be fair. But you gotta be selfish when you're going on this self this self awareness journey, and that's just facts. You have to be selfish, bro. You gotta be. Cause you got you got you got to dedicate time to yourself, and that's just what it is. <clears throat> yeah, that's and see, I don't know. This new age, y'all got the the marriage and everything wide open now. Cause like with the society thing, that's what it was. You, you go to school, you meet your high school sweetheart. Y'all go to college, you get married, you work. White picket fence, all that good stuff. That's the role model of America, or whatever. That's the, the you know the game plan. That's what you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. But two and a half just, years, all that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's just that's the, and that's what everybody wants. Cause that's just what everybody's seen, and it's just mm-hmm. it don't always come in that form. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what gets people so so confused i believe about it because they just really believe if it don't come like that then it's not meant to be if it ain't mm-hmm. exactly that then what we got ain't real you know what i'm saying and it just it's just a you know a false narrative you know what i'm saying it's just hard to have that perfect tv marriage you know? <laughs> bill Cosby and all them things they put on there the full house just all of that they yeah. showed people it's hard to have that you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not portrayed. It's not in real life. It just don't work that way. So just, yeah, I don't know. But nowadays, you guys got it way more open. There ain't no. You don't have to do that. You, people going and meeting people in the club, and ain't no. I don't. I ain't went to high school. I don't know this girl. I don't. Shit, we done hooked up, and bam, we had good time. Went on a trip, came back. We married. Been married fifteen years or some shit. And that's yeah. just how things go nowadays. It's like, damn, <laughs> it's just what it is. So it's just that marriage seemed to have lost what it was meant to be, and that's what it sounds like. Alumni, I forgot your name, sorry, but that's that's Jerry. You good? <laughs> Jerry, that's the mindset. It yeah. seems like he's on right there. That true yeah. old school. We gonna figure this. What we both gonna be on? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Set this set up so we can go and just prosper and not have to struggle and divorce yeah. and fighting and just all that comes with the the rushed the rushed marriage the rushed life the the popcorn exactly. babies, you know it's just it's too much popcorn instant put it in the microwave bam mm-hmm. ain't no you ain't got to put nothing on the stove no more you ain't got to cut nothing in the oven it's just crock pot air fryer yeah. you know what I'm it's just, let it simmer man look and it's gonna turn out how it turned out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. it's important. It's important on the flip side. I'm hearing this, you know, something that keeps popping in my mind, and I, you know, I want to say it. You know, it's important to be real with yourself with what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, I when I, when I I say that to myself because there was a time where I I I wanted. I told myself I wanted to be in a relationship. So I went out and, and seek the relationship. And mm-hmm. when I got in that relationship, 
I really didn't want to be in a relationship for what it meant to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I like the idea of being in a relationship. I like the idea of being with this person. Yeah, there we go. But did you really like, do you really want to be with this person? Mm-hmm. You know, for, for better or worse, when, when, when shits get rough, are you willing to put yourself aside and be there for that person? Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that that, that's the definition of a being in a relationship. And yep. society doesn't teach that. You know, society doesn't, doesn't tell you that. When you, the shows you mentioned, the, the Cosby show, for instance, I don't know, we talk about the Cosby now, but mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? The, the show itself, they was there for each other. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. They worked. When, when something was bad, she checked him, he checked her. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's work. And same with my mom and dad, you know, stuff got bad. It was, it was, it wasn't always great, but at the end of the day, they wanted to be there for each other. So if you don't, if you don't, if you're with someone and you don't want, you know, that person trips and you like, man, fuck them. You're not like, Hey, why are you tripping? What can Mm -hmm. I do to help you get into a better state? That might not, that might not be the person you need to be with. So I think we need to change our mindset of what it means to be in a relationship. And when you yeah. come across a woman that you, you feel yourself like, when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, I don't want to deal with her. We got to be real with ourselves with saying, hey, I don't, maybe this is not it. You know, I don't need this girl in my back pocket for when I want a late night creep or I want to go out. Like, be real with yourself and be like, I'm not going to waste her time. I'm not going to waste my time because it ain't like that. Yeah. And just just to piggyback on that real quick, um, I think it's honest to communicate with yourself, too. Something that's really helped me in this process is really differentiating my wants versus my needs. I may want to be loved this way, but how do I truly need to be loved? And when I ask myself, how do I need something? It changes my perspective. Cause like I need water, right? I need water, but I don't need that soda. It's a big difference that I want that soda, but I need water. When you need something, it changes how you view that. So like you said, you, you wanted to be in a relationship, but then you realize you didn't really need to be in a relationship at that time. So I feel like for any man out there who's questioning themselves in regards to this, ask yourself, do you want that or do you need that? Because if you just want it, it's not going to last. But if you feel like you truly need that, ask yourself, what do you need in another woman? Not what you want. Of course, we all want good looks. But what do you need internally? What is that woman going to provide for you that you need? Is she going to provide for you the things you need and love you the way you need to be loved as a man? Or are you just going to go after what you want, what looks good, which is never going to last because that's temporary. So I just just change the way I think about it, change your vocabulary and replace want with need. Do I want this or do I need this? And continue to ask, ask yourself your question whenever something arises and you're trying to figure out what you want to do. Do you want it or do you need it? And from there, it'll change how you view it. Because if you need it, you'll know you need something. But you know when you only want something versus when you truly need something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's helped me, yeah. That's really helped me on this journey, bro, for real. A lot. A lot. 
Want versus need. Yeah. What y'all think about even communication with family members? So we hit, we already hit kids. Now we can improve. We hit partnerships with our significant other. Um, um, I don't even know if there's even anything that you even that you questions at all. But like you know, I mean, it can be open to anybody else as well. But like, just communicating with our friends and family members, you know. I got one just because I went home last week and me and the fam, we had some real deep conversations just about some past family traumas we never really addressed until now. Um, for, for us, it was really about comprehending, being open-minded, being honest and being vulnerable with one another. Um, and it's, it, it's about respecting each other's views, but at the same time, being able to be harshly honest. And a lot of that was, uh, it was with my grandma. Like my grandma, she was she was old school. Like she grew up New York, Jamaica Queens. Like she was, she was about their life. Like she did it all, sold drugs. Like she did all that. So she adopted me and my siblings and she really, she had a different outlook on how to raise children. So a lot of the stuff she did was, it's my house, do as I say type. I'm the I'm the disciplinarian. You don't question my authority. So that's how we was raised. Um, but me and my sister, we talked about it a lot as we got older, and how that affected us as adults. You know, growing up and matriculating through life. So certain things we talked about with my grandma, and she like we all broke down, and she cried, and she was like, honestly, I just I just did the best that I knew how to do. And a lot of times that's all our parents are doing is just raising us the best they know how to do. Um, but being able to have those open, honest, vulnerable conversations, especially with family. There's so many families out here with hidden secrets and traumas that never get addressed that just linger for generation to generation. Um, and having those conversations ain't easy, it's not. But if you can, if you can sit your family down in a setting to where everyone's gonna be open-minded, Nobody's going to get defensive. People are going to be vulnerable and be honest. It opens up an avenue for people to truly be honest about how they're feeling in that moment and what they've dealt with and how we can correct it moving forward. Um, Who's responsible for that? Who's responsible? Because, shit, I got a family that's not super close. Yeah. Shit, I would love for them to be closer. But it's like, shit, okay, I have the balls to do the shit now. But it's like, who's responsible? And then we got elders, old, you know, elders stuck in their ways and shit. You know, they had fights with one another and they still beefing, but it never been resolved. So it's like, okay, you know, this 26-year-old, oh, I remember when you was diapers type shit coming, still bringing real shit, coming maturely. But it's like, who's responsible? What it sounds like, bro, it's going to take the the emotionally mature person to be responsible to get that conversation popping. And it's not a conversation that's going, that's going to fix everything in one conversation. It's going to have to be a litany of conversations. But getting a conversation started, what that does is implant a seed in the family's brain that, dang, this is a situation that happened that we never fully addressed. And from that, it opens up the door for them to be more open-minded and not get so defensive going into that next conversation. But it's it, unfortunately, it's going to take that, probably you, Daquan, it's probably going to take you to, to pop that conversation off with the family and really 
you know, get get those gears flowing and really see how people feeling about it and see really where the, the deep, the deep seed and deep divide is coming from between certain family members. Cause you gotta address the origin. Until you address the origin of where it comes from, it's not truly, it's not nothing's gonna happen. So if you can get to that origin of where these things started and talk about it, you gotta talk it out. And like I said, it's it took us years to get to this point, bro, as a family. Like, it's not something that's going to happen overnight, um, but you got to start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You just you just got to pop it off, bro. It's going to take that emotionally mature person to pop it off. I think the other thing I'll add is in doing that, you also have to be aware. You can't go into it with expectations. Yeah. You can't go yeah. into a conversation like that with a way you want it to end. Mm -hmm. on top of that you also to have the best outcome you have to also make sure that everybody at the table is ready to have that conversation because just because you want to have the conversation and you deeply know 100 sure the conversation needs to be had you might do more harm if mm -hmm. two or three people don't want to have that conversation yeah. so it takes it's, it's like it, it's it's a, it's a you gotta fill it all out. You can want to mm -hmm. have it and, and and need to have it, but it might not be the right time. And then even then, if it's the right time and everybody comes sits down, you have to be okay with understanding that I have no expectations. I'm not going to guide the conversation. I'm not going to make sure that somebody talks. Make sure somebody asks this answers this question. You kind of just got to be open and honest and free and let things come as they are. And be okay to say that's enough. You know, the conversation's over. We, we got to a point, it's getting unproductive. Mm -hmm. Let's walk away from this. So it, it, it takes work. It takes a very, like you said, emotionally mature person to be able to take themselves out of the situation and be able to do best for everybody that's involved with that conversation. That's a speech right there, boy. <laughs> yeah. Man, hey, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Woo. That's right. what's up, man? That's a good one right here. That communication, man, it's a broad topic, bro. Man, yes, it is difficult. I think it might yeah. be the hard, it's the it's it might be the single thing that harms relationships. Yeah, mm -hmm. lack of communication. Oh, I think yeah. you're right, right still assuming. Somebody yeah. gets to thinking this one way and instead of just asking that person, exactly. you have this whole thing in your head Man. You're acting off that. <laughs> and they maybe just had a bad day. I find myself <laughs> in that situation, man. Something oh, yeah. somebody say something, I'm hot. I'm I'm over here. And all it was was I said and instead of but. Something as simple as that, and it changed the whole way something was delivered, and I'm gone. Yeah, and man. The person mad at you, and you can't even go back yeah. from it. And it's like, all right, communication, man. It's, it is communication. You got to work on it always, too. Yeah, it's hard, man. And you got to be okay. Like, something I got to remind myself is it's okay to not communicate perfect every time. Oh, yeah. I think. I think when we have these conversations, we're all conscious of the way we're supposed to communicate. But we gotta be real with ourselves that in the heat of the moment, it may not 
it may not come out the way we want to have we want it to come out mm-hmm. and the pride often you know about y'all but the pride doesn't let me just say that my bad oh, yeah. i was i was pissed <laughs> I, I i went off you know my bad oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. And that's the and that's the piece that I I yeah. can personally say I gotta be better at when it's okay to pop off, but address that you popped off and acknowledge that you messed up mm-hmm. and be better next time the best you can. Yeah. What I do for me, like when I feel when I'm in a, a conversation and I feel myself getting elevated to a point where I know I'm not gonna communicate in a, a healthy and effective manner. I just tell the person, I'm like, look, let give me, give me, give me some time. Let me, let me calm down and compose my thoughts so I can communicate in a way that's productive for this conversation. And it, just being communicative, like sometimes the words aren't there, and it's best for me to not say nothing in certain moments versus me saying the wrong thing. But me communicating that, hey, right now is not the best time for me to, you know, talk about it because I'm not in a good headspace. So let me come down. And then give me, you know, give me an hour or two. Let me come down. And then when I'm in a better headspace, then we can talk about it in a way that's, you know, productive. But sometimes you just got to be, like you said, be real with yourself and realize I'm not at a point. I'm too hot right now to communicate because I'm coming at you with some stuff. I know I'm a regret later. So let me just chill before we even had this conversation. And if you're with somebody that's understanding, they'll understand. They'll understand that. Have you always been there? No. Hell no. How you? How Hell you no. How'd you get there? Because you sound like a Zen master right now, bro. I'm in the moment. Ain't no telling bro. myself to breathe. <laughs> I need to walk away. I'm eh, 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 eh. like, what was the switch? Please tell me the secret because for me, I, I used to have real bad anger problems. Like, so for me, it was a divide between I've seen how unproductive me being angry and trying to have those conversations is versus me taking that time to calm down and really process what the other person was saying and comprehend it and see things from their perspective in a way to where I can come back and have that conversation and it'd be more productive for both of us. Um, and I had, I had a therapist tell me that she was like, when you get to those points, remove yourself from that situation, calm yourself down, process the information that was, you know, given to you, see that, try your best to see things from the other per- person's perspective before you go back and talk to them. And in doing that, it really helped me like Quan, the, the text thread I sent you the other day with old girl, like that really helped me because of her background. I took a step back and I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna trip. I'm not gonna pop off. Let me see things from her side of, you know, side of things and her experiences with, you know, sexual abuse and working with those type of victims and where she's coming from. So from that, it helped me better understand, okay, now I can kind of see why she was tripping on me using those terms, you know, woman, female, instead of partner. Um, So that gave me the opportunity to see things from her perspective versus her and her seeing things from my perspective, which gave us the ability to both grow and be better as people, you know, growing and building our relationship as friends. So that helped me. Um, and like I said, it's, it's not an easy thing, bro. It took me years to get here. Like it's, it's constant work. Um, and I'm just at a point now to where I just, I don't have the energy or time to be angry. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I would much rather have positivity. Like, everything ain't going to always be peaches and cream, butterflies, sugar, and all that. All the time. I get that. But for me, being able to find positivity in negative situations gives me a certain relief inside. And that's what I look for. Like, when I get angry, I'm like, okay, how can I find, what's the, what's the light of the end of the tunnel in this situation? What's the positive I can take out of this versus the negative? Because it's easy to pull negative things out, but it's hard to find those positives. But those positives you do find, hone in on them and focus on them. And like I said, if it's a conversation with family, relationships, woman, if it's somebody you love and you're willing to put that work in to be better and do better as a person, to communicate better with them, then you'll be more willing to take that time out and remove yourself from a situation when you feel like I'm too heated to talk. But if you're with somebody who you, you don't really care, it's, it's gonna be a little bit harder to remove yourself. Um, so that's how you can kind of differentiate between you know how you're feeling about it and how to kind of communicate with the other person. And a lot of it truly is understanding the person you're in communication with as well. Um, I, I, I don't do good with negative situations. Um, now nah, I don't. Like if you're yelling, I'm not going to talk to you. We can talk when you calm down, but the yelling, cussing, being disrespectful, I'm out. I'm not even going to say nothing. I'm going to let you have your peace and I'm gone. Because I can't, I, I'm at a point now to where, like I said, I don't have the time and energy for that. If you can't communicate to me in a way that's healthy, like you don't have to cuss, you don't have to be disrespectful. Let's just talk it out. We're adults. Why can't we have an adult conversation? And that's just how I view it. And that's how I, I, I approach it now. Um, and it's just helped me. Like, I just changed my perspective on it. Um, and I just communicate with people how I would want them to communicate with me, honestly. That's all it is. I think something that was, was striking me, because I you know, often when I hear, you know, you talk, other people talk, I think of myself in situations to add to what you said with, you know, mm-hmm. looking yourself and out and, and looking at in their shoes and looking at through their lens, you have to also, how can I describe this? You got to be able to understand, um, like that person has to do the same for you. Yeah. Because the times that I've found where I've, I've been trying to, see the other side and explain where I was coming from and that person's not willing to to take themselves now out and see it through my way it's like I can't be the only one trying here yeah I can't be the only one looking at your perspective you're not going you're not going to cut me a break I can cut you a break when you have your moment but you're not going to cut me a break to see it through my lens and we have to be able to walk away from them people like you said yeah the producers you know yeah. when, you, when you see those signs and you see those people that's not as open as you're trying to be and they don't recognize that you're trying to be you got to be able to say goodbye yeah and i know i know it's getting late and i don't want to stretch it out a whole bunch but i do want to add like for the communication how can i say uh is it is better communication with somebody on your education level? I don't mm-hmm. care how long you've been in school. If you have a want and will to be a better communicator, then I can communicate with you because I know you're you're actively working on those skills. 
no mm. matter what your degree is, how long that don't matter. Anybody who has a will and want to do and be a better person, I can communicate with because I see that you want to achieve a certain thing in life. You want to achieve to be a better communicator. So for me, who's I feel like I'm at a point to where I am able to communicate in a way that is, you know, productive. I feel like I could, I could, I could be able to help you in that sense if you're trying to get to the point that I am. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I can help you. So I don't, I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with you know college degrees or your education level. It's just the will and want to do and be a better person in life in general, be a better human being. Honestly, is what it is, and anybody can have that. I'm not saying the education part. I'm just saying the the opening the brain that it yeah. does for people. Yeah. You know? Like I conversate with Quan, it, it it leads to a whole bunch of different stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and he and he says he says words, and I you know I you know whatever I'll be talking to him and trying to say shit, and I say some words, and and I have to go and look them. I know the words don't match what I'm saying, but I say them any damn way. Yeah. And I I go back and look them up, and I go, okay, I see what it means. Okay, you know what I'm saying? That type of stuff. Yeah. Not everybody gonna do that. And that's why I'm just trying to like, because the communication, it, it breaks down when some people only have a sixth grade education, even if they went, you know, further in school, because they just chose not to learn nothing. They chose yeah. not to learn nothing else. And I'm part of that, because like, even like you get mad and I'll shut down, or you just going to get already, already, or whatever. You ain't going to get too much more explanation because I might not fully know how to express myself at that moment with a words that's going to help you comprehend what I'm even trying to express to you. So I just give you already, whatever, man, whatever, already, already, already. And I'll just limit myself to that because I feel the understanding ain't there. And it don't be. And it's not talking shit because my understanding ain't there on some of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And it just it, and it that breaks down communication. I don't know why I brung it up, but it just it just I know that that plays a part in it. It sucks, but you know, it's I'll 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 add to that as somebody who's been in that situation and somebody has shut down, and you can visibly see they shut down for one reason, and it kind of goes back to what we alluded to. If I want that person to express themselves and I want to hear that person's side, I tell them it's okay. Express yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't shut down. What are you feeling? Everybody can express their feeling. A, a two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old can express how they're feeling. Express yourself. We it's okay. I don't understand what you're saying. You, you, you get it out. What is it? We're gonna we're gonna get through it. But it, mm-hmm. it took me, and I got to be real with, I wanted to hear that other person's side. So from the other side, if I didn't want to hear it, I can see why that person was shut down. That person wanted, I can't express myself. They don't want to listen. All right, whatever. But if the other person on the other side wants to hear what you have to say and is giving you that respect and would give you that floor to take the time for you to work through your emotions, then it goes back to communication. That's a good communicator. And that's somebody that's worth communicating with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, open that floor for you to express yourself when it might be difficult and the words aren't quite getting out. When they give you that time to work through what you're working with, those are people you keep around. That's what's up. That's what's up.
That's what's up. Rude another episode, another great episode of the Rise of Black Fathers. Man. We're starring Jerry and Tommy talking about communication. We'll see y'all next time. Eyes right.